everybody, and welcome to week 20 edition of the Fantasizers podcast. 20, guys? Is it 20? 20? Yeah. I, I'm losing yeah. count. I'm okay. lo- losing losing count here. As always, I got my my boys. I got my boys with me. Got the whole dang crew. I'm going to start off. I got my, co- my wise co-host. Wise co-host who looks like the rolling's been working. Your head is looking better, buddy. Christopher Michael, how are you, man? Thanks, man. Uh, yeah, head is almost there. We're getting there. Um, I'm doing well. Doing well. It was a, it was a good weekend of football for uh, many of us here on the show. Um, but uh, we got our uh, goatee guru up there in New York. We got uh, Hollywood in the cruise here somewhere in southern Pennsylvania. Not sure where. Somewhere. And our boy, our betting boy, Brandon Lee, up there on the western hey. side of uh, Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh area. Uh, yeah, week 20, I think you nailed it, Josh. Well done, man. Because um, there's been a couple weeks where you didn't, it wasn't close, it seemed, it seemed like you were way off. Oh, on there's, one, there's one week, one week. <laughs> oh, please, get the days all mixed up, and here we go, and some weeks and months, and... Eh, what are you gonna do? You know, I still think so, it's I still think it's 2019. To be honest with you, right, right. So it feels it does not feel like 2022. How about that, huh? How about that? <laughs> what a good weekend of football, boys, huh? What a good weekend. Let's run through one of my favorite weekends of football, and that's Wild Card Weekend. And uh, we'll start with the the first game this week, the Bengals. The Bengals game, and, and everybody, everybody went with, with Cincinnati, huh? Everybody. Uh, actually, it turned out to be a pretty good game. We, we figured it was going to be a good game. Uh, I I thought, I actually thought that if it was a close game, that it would go in the Raiders' direction. But if it was a blowout, it was going to be a Cincinnati ball game. But uh, prove me wrong. Since he pulled it off, uh, what do you guys think of, of the game one there? Joe Burrow's yeah. the real deal, man. He's a real deal. Real deal. 31 years. Yeah. I can't believe it's been that long since since he won a playoff game. That's insane. That, <laughs> that, is, that is a long time. Um, Joe Burrow, did a, he did a good job, man. He, he, uh, he did what he needed to do, right? 24 for 34. Through 244 yards and two touchdowns, he did not turn the ball over. As great as it was to see the Bengals finally, you know, get back in the winning, winning column in, in the playoffs, let's not, you know, let's not take anything away from the Raiders. They had a season full, just full of problems and adversity, um, and, and to, for them to even get there was Pretty, it, was very, it was very impressive. I agree. It, it was. It's, it says a lot about the the people that are still there in the organization. Um, I think, and you know, the players to just kind of band together through. They, they could have given up easy early in the season. So, um, I'm glad the Bengals won. I picked them, and I, I had some a little bit of love for the for the Bengals, but I can't can't take anything away from the Raiders. They played their hearts out. Um, now, 
you know, I've been I've been reading up on a lot of this and, and you know, watching the game and everything and I know I have my own opinions on it, but I, I'm curious to see what you guys have for this game of the uh the controversial uh whistleblow play there with the uh Joe Burrow completing the pass, whistleblows before the play kind of thing. Or they say before the play. Um, yeah, I'm just kind of curious to see what you guys think about that. It's an inadvertent whistle, and I understand by the rule, technically it's not supposed to count. Uh, you're supposed to replay the down. But, I mean, it to me, I know I know the commentators kept saying, oh, you know, they heard the whistle. You can tell that they heard the whistle and they stopped playing. For one, that whistle happened half a second before it hit the, the receiver's hands. And secondly... To me, it didn't look like the defenders stopped playing. They just, it looked like somebody got beat back there. But I, I don't know. I, that's just the angle we have on TV. Um, it could could be absolutely different. But that was my perspective, I think, that it didn't really affect the play. I, I kind of, I saw the same thing. I didn't think it affected the play. Yeah, so apparently there must have been a lot of uh, inadvertent whistles in the uh, Patriots-Bills game because the Patriots defenders stopped playing a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not whole game, actually. That, that's what we call a segue in the biz. What was, I think that the proof seven of for seven on, on their offensive drives, was a, a quote-unquote perfect offensive game is, is what it was called. Yeah, seven for seven. I mean – Insane. No punts, no turnovers, just Let's see if we can no. Let's see if they can hold that up through the rest of the playoffs. No, no field goals. All touchdowns. See. It's crazy. Yeah, that was and, and I know I know a lot of you guys picked the Bills, um, and, and Brandon Lee and myself picked the Patriots, uh, but even the guys that picked the Bills and I was pulling for the Bills. I picked the Patriots just because I had a feeling somehow, some way, they would f- figure out a way to do it. But I don't think anybody saw that happening in that game, right? I think I think we all thought it was going to be pretty close, maybe even down to the wire. I mean, I, I picked the Patriots, and I still thought that was going to be, you know, a, a field goal type of game or, you know, late touchdown to put them up by four, you know, something like that where I didn't, I didn't I, think I did not see a blowout. I didn't think that it was going to be a blowout at all, but once I saw the weather conditions, I actually that made my confidence in in Buffalo a little more. Um, yeah. So. No, I agree that. I I uh, agree. By the way, I totally agree with what you're talking about. I think we lost Brandon there. Audio. Um, and I I I agree. I, I, so at first the weather wasn't looking in the Bills' favor there, right? I mean, for a reason that kind of turned out in their favor. Um, But what a game. What an offensive game that was for them. Unbelievable. And I'll tell you what, I should have done it during the game. I should have bet on the Bills' Super Bowl win during the game because the the odds, I think it was like plus 1,500 or something like that for a Buffalo Bills' Super Bowl when I should have picked it because now it's at plus 500. I, I will say I actually, um, I, I know what you're talking about because I put a bet in on the 49ers to win the Super Bowl. I know that's pure fandom, but I put a bet in plus 2200. Yeah. 
and oh, yeah. now it's down to 1200 I can actually cash out right now for more than I paid to get into it. <laughs> I would. I would do that now. <laughs> it's cash out, man. <laughs> well, yeah, I could cash out for like $16 more, or I could have a chance to win 2100 more. So, yeah, I think I'll do that. Yeah, hold. Uh, I'll try that. All right, so uh, you hear it here. He's going to pass up guaranteed money. It's crazy. I will. It's crazy. I will because if I lose, well, if I lose $116 in that case, sure. <laughs> How about Tampa Bay? Tampa Bay, any, there no surprises there. Everybody got that. Uh, Brady looked good. Tampa looked good. Uh, Philly did not really look that good. Let's just say something about like a team that wasn't supposed to be there. I yeah, and that's that's what I was gonna say. So that this this super wild card weekend, don't get me wrong, it's more football, there's more games now with adding that seventh seed. But man, both seventh seeds, both seventh seeds had no business being in the playoffs. The Eagles I'm, they did not deserve to be in the playoffs. I agree. I agree. The Pittsburgh Steelers did not deserve to be in the playoffs. So I mean, don't get me wrong, it's cool, it's another game, but four of the six games on Wild Card Weekend or Super Wild Card Weekend were blowouts. Yeah, I think there's someone on our team here that thought Pittsburgh should be there. Was there anybody hmm. that maybe picked them? I did, I did hear that as well. Yeah. yeah. Was picked Pittsburgh? I thought that they should have been there. I don't I've. <laughs> I think, big, you know, hey, I thought it was, I thought it was it. You know, I thought that they had a good chance. That, hey, you know what? It was zero zero in the second quarter. I thought, I thought they they played them pretty well. I was interested. I was at a bar. I was drunk at the time, um, and it was <laughs> it was a fun game to watch. I was, and I'm almost positive. No, I am positive. Well, I'm going to say almost positive. I had a lot to drink that night. Christopher Michael was right there across from me, and he almost put in a live bet in the second quarter on Pittsburgh. I I almost made a poor decision, poor choice, but I didn't. Boys, I, I did make it. All I did I'm make saying it is I am very glad to hear that, Christopher, that you can handle your liquor. <laughs> Boys, I, I did make a poor decision in a game but, that we're going to talk about here shortly, and I will let you know when we get there. Let's be honest. Christopher Michael didn't place that bet because he passed out because he was that close. You know, he not, he was like, yeah. I have seen Christopher Michael do some shit. I was gonna say I never, I never claimed that he was that he that he handled his liquor. I never claimed that. So Christopher Michael, why don't we talk about the next game? All right. So the next game would be the Kansas City game. No, no, I don't think so. Believe you skipped one. All right, Guru. Go ahead. Say what you want to say. I'm happy because I don't like tails. Say what but, you need so. to say. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I anywhere you, you live, I think there's a, quite a few Cowboys fans. Some lifelong, some extreme bandwagon. Um, I actually live in a house with one um, who's, who's been a Cowboys fan for basically her whole life, so I can't take that from her. But uh, there was some rivalry there and I got a lot of got a lot of flack from Cowboys fans saying 
basically this was their year and we done boys and all that. Can I real quick just uh, every jump year. in and just say I, I was actually looking at that game and I just want to say since you're talking about the fans, I actually looked this up. I couldn't believe this, but it's true. Only one out of every twenty five Dallas fans has ever even been to Texas. That's a fact. I yeah. That's that just made up. I swear to God. That is a fact that, that's been made up and, and most facts are made up nowadays, I think. But um so anyway, besides the point, getting off track. You know, the Niners jumped out to an early lead and I uh, and I was not comfortable. Uh, I will tell you that right now, just simply because we fell behind uh by seventeen the week before and came back. So um had a feeling that something was gonna turn that game. Tony Romo actually made a comment. I don't know if anybody caught this. The Niners were up 27 to 3. Or excuse me, 23 to 7. And they showed a fan, a, a woman in the stands, and she just looked dejected, right? They went they went to commercial break. It came back from commercial break. This was in the third quarter. Came back from commercial break, and all of a sudden she was like smiling and happy and everything. Because somebody probably texted her and said she was on TV, right? Tony Romo made a comment that you know, I need more team spirit out of her. You know, that's, that's, I, you can't be, you can't be dejected just one minute and come back from commercial and you're excited just because you're on TV. He goes, you know, you can't do that until, until they come back. And when he said that immediately in my head, I'm going, is he, you know, foreshadowing that the Cowboys are going to come back in this game? And sure enough, here they come back because, uh, damn, I, I know I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit of a, uh, what I want to what I want to call myself. I'm a little bit of a Jimmy Shield. You know, I kind of I protect him to a point because he makes he makes a, a lot dick of plays, a, a dick sure rider a, a dick rider. You're a dick rider. Okay. No, not at all. I am not. I'm not a Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> praiser, but I'm not a Jimmy Garoppolo uh, doubter either. Uh, but he he made a poor decision. Up twenty three to ten, we are right around midfield fourth quarter we're just kind of killing the clock there's no reason to throw that ball inbounds throw it out of bounds i don't care if you got to punt it back make them drive the length of the field twice and score on you they've scored 10 points through three quarters and they got to score 14 and and less than a quarter make them do it so that was a poor decision but well the two takeaways i i i the two things i took away from that game was one i texted you guys about this Nickelodeon. More games need to be on Nickelodeon. I watched that broadcast the entire time, and I had the options for the other ones, but so much fun. First of all, Nate Burleson is amazing when it comes to you know announcing the football game. Really, really good. I know he's great on you know the NFL Network and all that stuff. And number two, Jerry World is a freaking joke. If you can't build a stadium and know where the sun comes up and where the sun goes down, Thank you. get your head out of your ass, dumb fuck. That was that was funny because they actually mentioned that. I don't know if they did it on the Nickelodeon telecast, but they did it on uh, the. They said it just the way I did it, just did right now, verbatim <laughs> on the Nickelodeon network. No, the the uh, what was it on? Uh, I don't remember if it was on CBS. CBS, yeah. Um, one of them, I think it was actually Tony Romo talking about his former general manager, former team owner, former team president said something along the lines of, 
how do you build a stadium Easton? Oh, no, no, it wasn't. It wasn't Tony Romo. I'm sorry. It was Boomer Esiason. It was Boomer Esiason. But still, it was yeah. It was atrocious. funny. Atrocious. How do you how do you build a multi million dollar stadium and go the wrong way? <laughs> East yeah. and West. All right, next next game. Kansas City. Not much to say here. We knew this was gonna happen, right? Except for Josh. He he did not. Uh, Mahomes, typical, thirty for thirty-nine, four hundred and four yards, five touchdowns, and only one pick. That's a pretty good game out of him. Started slow. Yeah, but, they, yeah, uh, that did not start <clears throat> like a good game, but yeah, they they turned it around. Yeah, I would say. Um, Travis Kelsey had one hundred eight yards and touchdown. Looked pretty good. Such a big dumb idiot. I uh, yeah, I know you love him. So much. <laughs> yeah, how did how did the Pittsburgh Steelers go from being such a dominant defense last year to the fact that they can't stop anybody at the end of the season, like anybody? They I would probably say it's because their offense gets off the field so quickly. Oh yeah, I, I mean that's going to play a part, and you're going to wear the defense down going three and out every time. But um, well, they that's self inflicted. Ben Roethlisberger was done three years ago so yeah and then the final game so Monday night uh Rams looked pretty good uh defensively looked really pretty good but I'll, I'll say how about uh yeah, they look looked really good or did Arizona just looked really bad Kyler looked like it was holy oh, moment yeah. it was just too big oh it just, is that a height joke right? <laughs> is that a is that a height joke I have a <laughs> no, but I have a theory. I have a theory in this game, and, and no, Kyler played terrible. Yeah. That that throw in the end zone, that was so bad. Well, I loved I, every minute of it. And then and then the screen pass that he threw about fifty miles an hour. Um, I, I don't know what was going on there, but he he played awful. But I have a theory. I have a theory, and I don't know if this is going to carry over. So if you follow the podcast, uh, you can call me out on this later down the line. Uh, Go Guru TFP on Twitter. Um, Cliff Kingsbury, before coming to Arizona, had never in his career as a head coach ever had a winning record, right? Correct. And, and this guy coached along with, with some really good players, um, so one of them being Patrick Holmes. But uh, he, he brings this offense into the NFL, spread system kind of an air raid system they they a lot of their passes are within five yards of the line of scrimmage uh and, and it's it can look flashy when they break loose because you're relying on playmakers and they have a lot of them but when it doesn't work it is ugly football it is really really ugly and it can turn upside down real quick and it can put your defense in a terrible position because your offense is moving the ball and I think you saw at the beginning of this year they had a lot of success. But teams, like anything that's new in the NFL, the more it's on film, the more they're gonna they're gonna figure it out. We we saw it with Chip Kelly's offense in the NFL. We saw it with the running quarterbacks, uh, Colin Kaepernick, RG three. You know they they learn they learn and they adapt. And I think you're seeing that happen with Cliff Kingsbury's offense. I don't think it's complicated enough to disguise what they're doing. And once you see it and once you get the tendencies, 
it's an easy it's an easy defense to read in my opinion. Well, my hot take from that, and I don't know how hot this take is, but my takeaway is the Cardinals are not in the playoffs next year and maybe the next couple years because yeah, Kyler Murray I don't think has it. And you're right, Cliff Kingsbury, I don't I don't see him leading that team and, and getting them over that hump that they need. So yeah, that was a very controversial no, signing when they signed him. You know what I mean? It was it was kind of out of left field, and but to their credit, if you're gonna go for something like that, you gotta go all in, and then they did. So I uh, see. I, I kind of disagree there, Hollywood. I, I think I think that Kyler is the guy in Arizona. I just don't think he's the guy yet. I don't think there's enough for a full team. I think he's got the offensive weapons, but I think he might need that that third option right like your second option kind of varies with what he has so maybe maybe it's a second option is what he needs is a guaranteed sec- second option but <clears throat> in that offense i almost i would almost say it's it's a fourth option he needs because maybe, of maybe. Brad air raid they, they bring a ton of receivers on and zach Ertz basically is the three you know what i mean Right. You know, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you my argument on on uh, on the break on, on that uh, there, Brandon. I didn't so, mean to cut you off, Brandon. Lee. keep going. I'm sorry. No, I'm all good. Let's move to. Is that the last one? That is it. All right. Cool. All right. Yeah, let's let's, uh, let's take a short break and then we will come back. Chris, you got you got some stuff for us, don't you? We uh, we got to choose these games or what? Yeah. Yep, we got some some pickums. Run through uh, last week real quick and uh, go from there. Sounds like a plan. We'll do that right after this. All right, and we are back. We are gonna send it right to my ho- or my. I'm sorry, <laughs> my co-host, Christopher Michael. Oh. Well, well, I'm, I'm your host. Well, no, you're my. No, I'm your host. I'm your okay. host. You're... I'm going to send it to Christopher Michael here, and he is going to give us a rundown of these games. Go ahead, Chris. All right, so not not a bad week for all of us here. Um, so I'll just really quick. Myself and Hollywood are perfect. That's 6 and champ back on top. Let's 6 go. and L, right? Um, and looks like uh, our host, my host, your host, Josh, uh, Brandon Lee, and Goatee Guru all have one loss after last week. They're five and one. Uh, Goatee lost the New England Buffalo game. He picked New England. That was stupid. Um, that was a loss. Uh, Brandon Lee goes out with, oh, he picked the same one. He was also an idiot and went with New England over Buffalo. Yeah, I, I ordered those uh, tables, guys. So that and the chip challenge is happening. Let's go. Well, yeah. you know, I, I'm not, I'm not mad about the outcome. And uh, right, no, I understand what you're thinking. And and Josh, our host, decided to go even dumber and pick Pittsburgh over Kansas City. Shot in the dark, baby. Shot in the dark. Got it. Someone's got to be different. Someone's got to be different. That's right. So, so that's what we got after the beautiful wild card weekend we just had. Uh, by the way, out of curiosity, this just kind of irritates me. 
NFL play a Monday night game? Why, why did we not play three games on Saturday and three games on, on Sunday? I was I was confused about that too, but I don't know. Yeah, it's so stupid. Money is money from the TV broadcast. They've been trying to play every day of the week. I'd be I'd almost be okay with that though. That every day of the week, I'm I'm in. But if it's wild, if it's you know super wild card weekend or whatever, then let's let's have it be on the weekend. You know, let's not don't 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 save one game for Monday. You know. I got I got other sports. you're, You're a parent. You're a parent just like I am, Chris. So you. I'm surprised you're upset at that. I mean, for me to sit down and watch three games in a night, that's that's pushing it. But if you're going to spread it over and add another day, I can swing that. Well, see, the problem is because I'm a parent, I'm tired the third day. You know, that day, like I can't stay up three straight days. Stop that's trying. Straight. Stop trying so I'm, hard. I'm a parent, and I have my son on the weekends, and I watched them all. Well, that's because you and I don't drop shit on our heads and get entirely. That, that could have something to do with it too. Well, I'm not a parent. I enjoyed every one of those games, and, and I I I drank myself silly all weekend too. <laughs> I, I can tell. What? <laughs> let's play. Let's play Super Bowl on a Saturday. Why not? Saturday night. Preaching the choir, bro. Now you're just playing with tradition. Hey, uh, I mean, if hey. there's a podcast that can get it done. Not tradition. It is this one. You're hey, right. you're doing nothing but throwing tradition out the window for the last 10 years in every sport. Let's add another week. Give me a break. That's more football. Are you complaining about that? No, it's tradition, man. You of all people, you you don't like change. You don't like change. Why are you liking change? Unless you're giving me more of it. Oh, all right. Yeah, sure, man. No problem. I'll give you more debt. How'd that work for you? Huh? No, I'm talking about football. Oh, oh. Damn it. Back in my day, football was seven games max, and you played both ways. Stop being a pussy. Oh, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Like baseball? With that extra inning rule and putting a runner on second, no. I hate I that, the, too. I don't care I know. If the game goes 27 innings. That's baseball. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. I'm sorry. I am sorry. I guess I got ourselves off track here. All right, let me go ahead and pull us back in uh, to this week's picks for our pick'em. Because um, that is this segment. Am I, am I right? Did I lose it? I don't know what's going on anymore. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and pick these games. How about this? We're going to start with uh, Goatee Guru. Uh, we're going to go the first game first for everybody, and we're, and then we'll we'll uh, go on to game two, et cetera, et cetera, right? So game one, 4.30 p.m. this Saturday, Cincinnati Bagels go to the Tennessee Titans. What do you got, Goatee? What do you got? Cincinnati Bengals. 30-24. The Bengals. Are we even final score? I know it. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, we don't need to. <sighs> oh, man, I was nervous. I want uh, you to write that down for extra credit when I get it right. Josh, <laughs> Josh what do you got? What were the teams? Cincinnati. Tennessee. It's a 4-30 game if that 
matters. Why would that matter? I don't know. I just. This is two weeks in a row. Why would that matter? They are not eating pasta this time. They they assured me. Since Maddie's playing in the oh no, still Central Time Zone. Never mind. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Bengals, man. I'm gonna go with the Bengals. Going with the Bengals. Holy cow! Hollywood. Tit and. Brandon Lee. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with go with my heart here. I'm going Bengals. Sorry, party Pete. This could uh this this could make a big difference at the end. I can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm I'm actually gonna go with the Bengals as well. So Hollywood is the only one going with Titans. Listen, I I wanted to go to the Titans. I think they're they're definitely I think they're good enough, but I just like the way that the Bengals have been playing lately and they've been they're just they're, they're hot. They're Ride hot the hot team. hand, baby. Ride the hot hand. And the Titans secondary is terrible. Jamar Chase. Terrible. 49ers Packers. San Francisco is coming into Green Bay. It's an 8-15 game. I don't know what the weather looks like. I haven't looked it up. But I do know there is a Nor'eastern coming to uh, uh, to us in um, looks like the New England region. I don't know if that is coming from, uh, you know, the, the, the I would say, is it Middle East? Is that what it is? Well, luckily, no. you know, Nor'easters typically don't come from the Midwest, so we should be good. <laughs> Why are we given, like, weather forecasts? What a, Let's that makes go. Sense. Come on. It's coming. Jeez. No, it actually is. There is a, a, a something over there in, in the West that is. All right, Al Roker, can we get to the football game? Is it a goddamn Kraken? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Let's get to the game. Jordan, what do you got? I know what he's got. I'll just write it down right now. I am taking the San Francisco 49ers 26 to 21. That's a stupid pick. I just want you to know that Aaron Rodgers has never beaten the 49ers in the playoffs. <clears throat> I know. So in three. Oh, Patter- and- patterns are meant to be broken. <laughs> Josh, what do you got? That's actually a crazy stat. I didn't know that. I didn't know that, but um, God, let him get in your head. Well, no, 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 because I actually have been thinking about this game, and um, I don't care if he lost to them ten times and didn't win. I'm going with the Green Bay Packers. Hollywood, Fudge Packers, (laughs) Green Bay, cheese, cheese, Green Bay. It appears Jordan is the only one going with San Francisco because oh. I will also be going with Aaron Rodgers. Crazy. That's where I need to put on all of you. I will say that the Niners also look to be playing good football. And they are they are not a cupcake team. They are a strong football team. I will say that. No. I hate to agree, but I will. I will I will say uh, that. Yeah. Arizona I, I cupcakes. Will, I will say this though. I will say this. If Nick Bosa does not play in that game. I don't feel as good. Arizona cupcakes. That's why they're Already out. Already making excuses. Pittsburgh. Can we move on to game three, please? <laughs> yeah, Nick. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
You got another weather fucking forecast for us or what? <laughs> it is a 3 p.m. game on Sunday, if that makes a difference. Uh, the L.A. Rams are coming to Tampa Bay to play TV 12. Jordan, what do you got? Go to no. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, the, the mute button was stuck. It's okay. Um, do not pick against TV 12. Tampa Bay, 27, Rams, 17. Okay. Josh? Oh, man. I am so sick and tired of Tampa Bay. <laughs> I'm actually not, but um, I'm going to go with the Rams because I really want Matt Stafford to just continue and get a Super Bowl. So let's go. One of the most likable teams in the NFL, the Rams, the Rams. Re- go Rams. <laughs> Getting <laughs> some looks now. The Rams it up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, East teams have beat them. You know. Next, last game, Buffalo Bills go to Kansas City. Jordan, going back to you. Kansas City 23, Buffalo 30. Josh, hey, little trickery. Bills, screw Patrick Mahomes and that big dumb ope or oaf or whatever the fuck the word is. Screw him. And his five hundred yards pass. I mean, five. <laughs> no, I, no, I just said screw Patrick Mahomes, but then the the big dumb idiot. Screw him more. Hollywood, circle the fucking wagons, boys. Bills, Bills, Bills. Randley. Your Bills had a lot of fun, but it's going to be the Chiefs this week. Fuck you. Looks like that worked out last time. He's Brandon, determined. He's determined for the the Bills. To I, don't, I don't have confidence in them. I'm sorry, they're doing Brandon will be the only one going to the Kansas City this week. I am. I am also going to go to the Bills. I will gladly pick up a game on you guys. I don't think so. Don't think that's happened. Well, there, there you have it, boys. That's it. What a wild pick segment it was. You guys clearly can't stay on track. Just clearly can't. So nope. thank you for that. Uh, when we come back after this, we, well, I'm going to tell you right now, put your kids to bed because it is that time. We'll go right to his corner. You never know what he's got for us, Hollywood. Right after this. All right, and we are back, and we are possibly getting 
pretty dark and and twisted and maybe just realistic. Um, Hollywood, what do you got for us? Well, you know the first thing I got for you, right? Ooh. Take your sip. Delicious. Bush N.A. always hits the spot. All right, so this is going to be the first week that we uh, we do this here in the corner. We're going we're gonna to venture out of the sports world for a little bit. And we're not going to do this all the time, but every now and then I like to kind of, you know, just, just go out on my own and, and uh, bring you something a little different. So this is actually for the ladies out there, all those ladies, lady listeners that I know we have, just tons of them. They flock to us. So we're going to talk about a couple things. So things that guys do, all guys do. And also some things that guys, all guys do, but it's kind of unspoken, like unspoken rules, if you will. So I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, like a prom date, I'm going to ease it in just to get you guys started with, with a couple things. And, and here's some, here's some car things that got, all guys do all of them. We all do it. You're supposed to ease it in. Well, that's what I'm told. Oh, wait the, pi- the pillow. I'm going so, in. Dr- oh, I'm sorry. So by all means, guys, jump in and stop me. If I, if I say something on this list that you don't agree with, that you don't do, and I'm going to call you a fucking idiot and a liar because it's, you totally do. So the first thing, the first thing all guys do, number one, windshield wiper speeds. Every guy drives down the road and notices what everybody else's windshield wipers are doing and how fast they're going. And they're very aware of how fast theirs are going because if they have it on too fast, they feel like a big old pussy because, oh, I can't see because it's raining. No, 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 no. So let's slow that shit down. I'm a man. I can drive in the rain. That is accurate. I was going to say, I'm also What the fuck is happening? You, you see one that's going really fast and you're like, <laughs> Yeah, fucking Asian driver. Uh, so, <laughs> I would, I would rather just guess where I'm going, and yeah. pretend like I can see through, you know, my very slow windshield. You know what? The worst yeah. is when you have a female passenger, and they're like, "Wow, your windshield wipers are going really fast right now." You know, the worst is when they reach over and they try to turn your wipers <laughs> on, and you, and then you get a savage and. That's never good. Now look, like all guys, I have a couple places to dispose of bodies, but not a lot. (laughs) They're filling up kind of fast. Right. Number two, this is one, you know, again, doing some research and I had to kind of think about it and a hundred percent, the passenger lean back, every guy, when you pull up to a stop sign, if you're in the passenger seat, naturally, you kind of lean back so the driver has a clear view to look left and right to see cars coming. Women don't get this. You have to sometimes ask them to sit back so you can see. Guys, automatic. You know, get the fuck out of the way. It's crazy. We all just instinctively do. That's true. All right. Now we're going to move on to a little bit more controversial things. 
Okay, we're not going to get super controversial just yet. First thing, guys, every guy, if you're in a public restroom and you're behind closed doors, taking a shit, if you hear that door open and close, you instinctively make some sort of a noise just to let that person know someone is in there. It's courtesy and we all do it. Yep. That's good. Yeah. Don't look through the crack in the door. (laughs) That's the worst. When you make eye contact. You're like, it's literally too. And you, and it's always, it's always after, it's always after the, like the clear, like it's always a clear, you know, the voice, like, you know, and then they look up and you're like, <laughs> like, oh shit, man! Why'd you I look? Know, I'm always so surprised that making eye contact with someone I'm trying to masturbate the menu. So no, num- number two, let's 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 pull back a little bit. Laundry. At minimum, guys, we always have three piles of laundry. At minimum. Okay, you've got your clean. You've got your dirty. And of course you've got your, that's not dirty. And I'm probably going to wear it again. Just not tomorrow. It's not dirty pile yet. It, yep. It's clean called, enough. That's called my jeans. I'm, I put them there. Oh. Like these could probably make it one more day. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> no, definitely agreed. Yeah. Guys, when you get hurt, the worst thing people can do is, oh my God, are you okay? Are you okay? Right? And, and it goes double or triple when you're working on a vehicle, right? If you, you wrench it on something, it slips, you bust your knuckle. Guys, no, just shut the fuck up. Let, let, let that guy assess the situation, find out the damage, cuss a little bit, then we can move on. We don't need to check in on you guys instinctively you just silent assess the situation move on hey cussing is part of fixing the problem oh absolutely mm-hmm. the guy getting hurt absolutely is i'm saying if you're with a guy that gets hurt you do not run in are you okay dude dude are you okay no, no, no i think back. i think a classic like or ooh, like that that might do it that might that Sorry. might oh shit you good yeah. Or in my case, like an evil laugh, but you know, either way. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. But... Guys, the pension roll. I feel like we've talked about this on the podcast before. I think that's maybe right. in between segments, but now I'm putting it out there. This is on this is on the podcast. Every guy, pension roll, that's how you hit your balls. You gotta do it. I think that's I think they're, it's they're more and more public knowledge. There's no scratching method that works. I'm sorry. No. It's no. not. No. That's right. that's why that's why jeans have pockets. That's why women's clothing typically doesn't have pockets and guys do. So that's a good see, that's the thing I always thought about. You just never put two and two together on that, but that's a great call. Right. Oh. So this is this is one girls do not understand. Two guys can sit in the same room for five, six, seven hours, not say a fucking word to each other. And we are 100% okay with it. 
Yep. So that's like, okay. uh, it's like, oh yeah, like I'm going, you know, you go, you go out on a boat, you know, or let me, let me put it in perspective. So, you know, girlfriend, wife, whatever comes in. Oh, did you hear so-and-so is getting surgery? What? She's getting surgery? Well, yeah. We're, didn't you just go fishing for like six hours with her husband? Yeah. What'd you talk about? We were fishing. Yeah, what are you, funny we're not talking about anything. We're Everybody's fishing. Everybody's been in that situation, right? Where you just you're sitting there and you just there's no communication, verbal at least, and you're just uh, yeah, you're you're good with it. And it's almost irritating when somebody breaks that, whether it's the person <laughs> you're sitting with or somebody else entering the room. It, it's like they they break that silence and they, they just get that look like. Who yeah. fucking rubbed this guy? Yeah, right, especially if you don't know the guy really well. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Just, like all of a sudden, like, like there's hey, nothing. Uh, there's, you came into my house, right? You came into my house. Don't talk. Don't talk to me. There's and there's there's nothing I hate. There's nothing I hate. I hate more than when it, you are with someone and you both are finally have gotten through that awkward crap and now you're in this silence, right? And you're both just enjoying. You know, you're watching the game. But then you have someone else come in that is trying to force this person to be your friend. And they're like, oh, yeah, like, so you guys, oh, you guys both do that. No, no, no. Let us, yeah. let us watch the football game. Yeah, I know, me yeah. too. Let me, yeah. oh, let me just yeah, watch the know, game. You know, he's a, he's a golfer too. Oh. oh, okay, cool. Oh, nice, man. What's your handicap? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Now we're back on this awkward talk. Great. Oh my god! No, let me watch the game and I'll make conversation if I want to. Out of, after exactly. that, so speaking of, so if if you are in a room and not being silent and you are talking, you know your best friends. If you and the other guy in the room can have a full conversation, only in movie quotes. That's yeah. Movie quotes are appropriate in every situation in a guy's mind that's someone that's, could die every time we get together. i was yeah, I, I was gonna say actually if if you're meeting if i'm meeting like a, a you know a new person at all if they can give me just one movie quote that uh, you know that i reference or they know at least know the movie that i'm talking about that immediately is boom Skyrim. It's even better when you reference one that's maybe not as well known or not as popular, and they they get back and it's like, yes, you want to go do karate in the garage? You know, like it's it's that, yeah, it's that bond right away. I, I, I tend to I, I tend to like judge people if they don't understand the movie quote that I'm making. Yeah, oh, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. That's yeah. That's that's when at the end of the night, right? And you and your significant other are sitting there again. You're being silent, but she's like, "Yappity yap." I don't know. And she's like, "So, what'd you think of uh, Dumbledore?" And you're like, I, "I made a movie quote, and the guy didn't say shit, and so he's a fucking loser. Right? <laughs> he didn't get it. It so kind of it, it is kind of like that. Like, nah, he was all right, but you know, he's a loaded Christmas story. But he golfs. Yeah. What are you talking but about? He golfs. Yeah, but yeah, he, he, he quoted a Christmas story and it wasn't fragile. That's the only. <laughs> I mean, shoot your eye out. Yeah. Oh, shut, shut up! up. Shut, shut up! Shut up! It's up. just overused. So, here we go. So another another guy communication uh, tool here. 
girls, if you're ever speaking to a, a guy and he is clearly hearing you, but his answer is what? As if he didn't hear you. Yeah. He's, he's now thinking of a lie internally. That's all that is. That is a stall tactic because a lie didn't immediately come to his head. So he just needs that couple seconds to really lock in the correct lie. No, I don't. I don't do that, Guru. What? what? Or Guru Hollywood. I don't. I don't know. No, that one was a joke. That was just a test to see if you guys were listening. I was going to say, not necessarily a lie, yeah. but maybe a good comeback in an argument. Yeah. What? It almost, that, it almost takes really, away from it when you actually have to say what you, you like you really didn't hear I tend to find myself sorry Chris go ahead no I'm just saying we're assessing whatever situation is going on in that conversation we're just give us a second yeah, yeah. what, what I, doesn't I, mean I want you to repeat it that, no that, yeah that's what I'm getting at yes yeah, okay. I, I tend to find myself saying what even though I know exactly what she just said to me it's just like saying uh, yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's talk about the dick. Oh, good. <laughs> okay. Finally, girl. Just because we have a raging hard on does not mean we're necessarily horny. Thank okay. you. But what? I'm sorry. Let me rewind that. We're horny, but that's not why we currently have a hard on. Right. It just happens sometimes. For no reason, it's and I'm true. not mad, but it does. You know, we're rip roaring, ready to go at any time, but just because it's out there, yeah, no, that's not the reason. It's so, just like sometimes. I'll tell you what, an invitation. I'll tell you exactly. That's exactly right. Like it just kind of happens, and you're like, "Hey, it's here. If you if you want to, you know, there you go. You got your opportunity." And then they yeah, and then. Yeah, that's right. I fully, I fully think that that's why the uh, you know the helicopter was invented. Yeah, I'm not really thinking about it, but hey, what do you think? You know, uh, yeah. Are you impressed? <laughs> so, speaking of that, I like the more like the springboard, like like the diving board, like the and it, it's like you know what I'm talking about, like just kind of. <laughs> You know what I mean? Not not so much the helicopter. That's old news. Thought we were talking about things all guys do. So oh, since, since we're on the the subject, you know, you guys kind of led me. I wasn't going to go here, but now I'm going to because we're going down this path. But all guys can do it, and it's so fun to freak girls out until they kind of learn about it. We can move our hard hard dicks. I dude, I felt like I was I had a superpower yeah. the first time. Yep. Oh, you do have a superpower, it's- my friend. We can make it work. work. Yeah. We all have to. And it's so fun. <laughs> it is fun. It is fun. You ever just kind of do it in the shower every once in a while? Oh, absolutely. Just, the best time. Like, go, <laughs> little buddy, go. You can put a on it and see like, how much weight you can. That's right. You're doing work. crunches, yeah. dude. You ever try to hang curls. When, ready, when, they're, when they're not ready for it, or maybe, maybe or they've never seen you do it before. Then, then you do it just like out of the blue and they catch it out of the corner of their eye and like, what was that? Yeah. What was that? What? You ever, you ever grab like a, a midget in the fucking gym and you're like, grab all this motherfucker. Let me, uh, <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. All the time. Gotta do a couple curls. I've never done it. I'm sorry, little person. I four, am so sorry. Four sets tops. I promise. Four sets tops. <laughs> yeah, I'm maxing out today. <laughs> <laughs> all 
So, uh, another guys, boners, right? Girls, guys will masturbate out of boredom. We don't even need a reason. Sometimes we're just like, you know what? I'm fucking bored. I'm going to go jerk it. Again, we don't even have to be horny to be horny. The, the way that you said that was, was perfect. Uh, that was po- po- poetic, even. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. I get very poetic when you talk about things. And then the last couple things, we'll, we'll, tone it, uh, we'll, we'll tone it back down here. So I hope every guy does this. Because if you don't, you're a barbarian. But I never unbutton my pants and take my belt, uh, loosen my belt to pee. I just unzip and pull that shit out. Depends how drunk I am. I was going to say, it depends because uh, at certain times when you like, for example, if you have uh, a meeting with your boss or you have like an interview coming up or something, I'll unbuckle because uh, you have a lot less chance of dripping later. Well, then you got to take your shirt in and all that yeah. stuff. Because yeah, yeah. every, every well, guy gets, you know, a little drip sometimes. No, I'll even, I'll even do unzip, pull out, take a leak, and then undo everything just to tuck everything back in. Like, yeah, I, I it's hate, a principle. What's the principle? You know, yeah, I, it, it's a situational thing for me. It's a situational thing for me. Now, if I'm I, drinking, uh, now if I'm drinking, I'll, I full on go into the bathroom and pull my pants down to my ankles. Yeah. Exactly. It's pretty hilarious when someone walks in. We so got another. Make eye contact now. Let's <laughs> <laughs> move this. Yeah, we got another. Friend that likes to, uh, drop him wherever he is. Doesn't even matter. And then, uh, and then, usually proceed to pass out right after. I mean, I'll be real with you though. I, I don't really wear belts anyway, to be honest. No, see, if you're a military guy like myself and uh, guru, you, you've always just worn a belt, and then also. In the golf industry, I mean, you, you look ridiculous with a tucked-in shirt and no belt. I will, I will tell yes. you. Uh, I agree. Yes, in the in the, I'll wear belts when it's necessary. But it's almost like for, I compare it to somebody that wears a wristwatch every day. If if you forget that watch one day, you feel naked the yeah. whole day, right? I do love that's that. how a belt is. Yeah. So the so the last thing that uh, that I have, and again, we're we're. We're coming back down the mountain. We're cooling down. So every guy shower snot rockets. Oh yeah. Every, you know, I mean, that goes along with with being in the shower too. I mean, but I mean, if you're, if you're outside, you're mowing your yard, you're getting all that dust up there. You do take a shower. Oh yeah. You're launching them. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, Sorry, so that so that's my list. That is uh, the definitive list from Hollywood's corner. Of, I, uh, can I jump in on one? Because you totally, oh. you totally missed one. You totally missed one in my oh, book. In my book, and yeah, it's it should be in your book too. Um, shit, shower, shave, in that order. No, because I I am a night I am a nighttime shower, much like Christopher Michael. Now I don't fall asleep in the shower, but. I shower at night. <laughs> that's that's a long time ago. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> actually, I prefer to shave before I shower, but that's just a preference thing. The I will I say know. one thing though. Speaking of showers, one thing that every guy does, and maybe women do this too. I don't know. But 
when, especially when they're like younger guys, and I and I mean adults, but younger, you like I don't know. Well, maybe it's just me. Maybe this is gonna be like, hey, hey guys, check this out. Uh, the shower time is like your own personal time. It's like when you envision your goals in life. Like for me, I don't know. I, I can take a shower, and that's where I think the best. It's where I. It's where you come up with the best get rebuttals. Right. Um, it's where I get like my come up. You know, yeah, oh yeah. My ambition oh, yeah. to to like pursue other. Th- you know what I mean? Like I don't know what it is. Something about in the shower. I, it's just it's like a light bulb goes off. Oh, 100 percent, And so, real quick, actually, while you're saying, I don't know why it made me think of this, but there's another thing. Post nut clarity. It's real. Every guy has it. Girls, if you don't know what it is, go ask your man. But it's real. See, mine. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be able to be uh, sure. elected president until we've heard your clarity. So, Guru, I'm I'm a little bit different. Like, I get in the shower and it's I just get extremely horny, like right away. So it's it's kind of like um, man, what's it what's it called? Uh, big mouth, right? Like I get in there and my hormone monster is like, touch yourself, Joshy. And I'm like, all right. Like, okay, here we go. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Fine. You find, oh, okay. <laughs> find falling water to be your aphrodisiac. Well, the, but then I, but then I have, but then I have my clarity, and I'm, I'm good to go. You know what I mean? I just want to think his naked body is the aphrodisiac. I don't think the shower is going to do it. Oh, anybody that knows him knows. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Like that in my workplace. He looks at himself in the mirror for about ten minutes before he gets in the shower. That's right. That's the actual aphrodisiac. That's right. Hey, if you can't get off to yourself, and no one can. True story. That's right. All right. Anybody else? Uh, anybody else got any? Uh, any ones that you think think I missed? Yeah. Yeah, I got one. Right. When you go to the bathroom, you go every other urinal. You don't go next. You know, you don't go side by side. No. And that's just man. Agreed. hundred percent. I didn't. I didn't throw that on the list because I just assumed that was. Because that's in like memes and, and stuff now. Yeah. And I just oh, no, I don't and know. If you walk into a public right next to me, you know, you walk into a public restroom and you look at it, and every other one is every other one stall is already filled. You wait, or oh no, you, 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 you double up with someone. Else. You double up with someone. That way, you're still keeping that. Space. <laughs> so, hey, man, hey, man, can you slide over? You stand behind I'll, him. And I'll go look for a stall first. Slide I'll over. Look for a stall. If not, I'll wait in. Well, about yes. Fifteen minutes. Well, I'm looking for a sink. Or you just go. You just hold it and you wait for another time. You know the little drainage thing on the floor. <laughs> the troughs. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go, girls. Go berate your men. Find out if they do it. If they uh, say what, it's because they're thinking of a lie to tell you that they don't do it. <laughs> Very yeah, true. It's fair. It's fair. Very true. All right. Well, uh, actually, that was. I, I like that Hollywood. That was that was good. I like. Uh, I kind of like getting a little bit. That was to the real fantasizer part of our podcast. That's right. That's right. Uh, you know, like I said, I'm not going back into my shower talk. Um, we're gonna take we're gonna take a break because um, uh, it's just getting too personal for me. We're gonna take a break. We'll be back right after this.
Nation. It is uh, January 19th, week 20. We have nothing to talk about. Oh, no, that's not true. Goatee does have something to talk about. Uh, season is not over. Betting is not over. Fantasy, not over. Goatee, what are we talking about fantasy-wise this week? That's true. We're, we got a lot of the fantasy we can still talk about. Um, over, under, pitch and rolls. Uh, we got the, oh, sorry, that's the betting segment. I'm sorry, I, I didn't I didn't mean to give away Brandon Lee's secrets for later. But um, so I will tell you that the fantasy season pretty much wrapped up. I will talk about dynasty leagues going forward. Um, but that's we can't really do that every every week. You know, we got to wait till some of the uh, some of the pre draft process, maybe some free agent moves, things like that, before we go too deep into that. So right now, this week we are going to roll out another DFS lineup for divisional rounds. So without further ado, this is my lineup that I would recommend going with for the Saturday and Sunday games at the quarterback position. This is on FanDuel, by the way. These are that's where the uh, the prices are coming from. So if you're on DraftKings, they will vary. They'll be higher. Uh, on FanDuel, Tom Brady at quarterback. He's actually the cheapest quarterback in the round for the starting quarterbacks. Uh, so I take that back. I take that back. Of the premier quarterbacks, uh, you could take like a Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't like his matchup against Green Bay this week, so that I don't even consider him as a as a thought in this. But Tom Brady. 7,800, and I'm lining him up. I know he's got a tough match against the Rams, but it's Tom Brady. It's divisional round. It's playoffs. You're going to play him. Welcome back, Derrick Henry, in the running back position. Nine grand, top running back of the week. and he's But he's coming back against Cincinnati, who is one of the worst run defenses in the league, and actually ranked 32nd for fantasy, uh, fantasy purposes in – in FanDuel. So uh, he's averaged 23 game, points per game before he went out. I know there's some risk with his foot, but they're going to put him out there. They're going to they're gonna ride him because he is, you know, he's their horse. So running back position, A.J. Dillon, 6,100. Um, I know he's going to split some carries here with Aaron Jones, and I think that uh, Aaron Jones may be about involved in the passing game a little bit more, but let's just – you know, A.J. Dillon's going to get his touches and likely, likely gets a touchdown against the Niners on, on Saturday. So I, uh, I would play A.J. Dillon and save some of our money for the next positions that are coming up. Wide receiver position, I'm going Devontae Adams with my number one. Devontae Adams, 8,700. Devontae Adams against the 49ers in his career has, has done well. He usually gets off to a slow start, and in the second half, Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers targets him about – 400 times or at least it seems that way and uh adams will will be just fine i promise they'll go over 100 yards and it will likely have at least one touchdown my wide receiver two this week is aj brown against cincinnati you know he's going to be targeted cincinnati's secondary can be beat for sure um they don't have anybody truly I guess I'd say there, there's nobody scary in that passing game outside of him. Julio Jones isn't the same guy anymore. AJ Brown's going to get targeted. He's going to get targeted often. 
and I, I think I think he'll have a solid day. Last position is a wide receiver category. I'm taking Jawan Jennings from the San Francisco 49ers. This is my you – know, I'm trying to save some money um, on my budget, so I'm going with Jawan Jennings. He's really stepped up into that number three role um, for the 49ers, and now that Debo Samuel has been played in the backfield more often, uh, he's, he's really getting on the field and, and been a huge factor on third downs. He's actually – I forget the stat – but it's it's like all but two of his catches on this on the season have come on third down to pick up a first down. So it's uh it's it's absurd. It's some absurd stat like that. But I, I like that as a you know little bit riskier play. But if you're trying to save some money for other positions, I like it. Tight end position, Dawson Knox from the Bills. Now you got Travis Kelsey out there. You got George Kittle out there. You got you got some you know higher end tight ends. But Dawson Knox. For his value at 6,500, he's been a machine with Buffalo when he's been healthy, and, and I expect him to at least find the end zone again this week. Maybe not racking up catches or yards, but that man gets targeted in the red zone and usually comes away with at least one score. So Dustin Knox, that would be my play at tight end. Flex position. Again, I was trying to save a little money because I wanted to be able to put Derrick Henry and uh, Devontae Adams and those guys in my lineup. So at my flex position, I took Marquez Valdez-Scantling. The 49ers secondary, like I've told you, it's not great on the outside with the corners. You can beat them deep. Also, the Niners have been flagged for pass interference, defensive pass interference more than any team in the NFL. So if you want to take deep shots on them, you can. Marquez Valdez-Scantling is a premier deep threat. Aaron Rodgers, one of the most accurate deep thro- throwers in all of football, if not the most accurate deep ball thrower, maybe in history. And uh, I expect them to take a few shots down the field. Doesn't doesn't need doesn't need to you know rack up seven eight catches. He he's the kind of guy MVS. He only needs two catches because that could easily turn into ninety yards and a touchdown or or two. So I think uh, he's a pretty low risk flex play. Defense, our final position. I wanted to take a better defense, I'll be honest with you, but I'm 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 filling up my skill positions. Okay, so it left me in my defense. I had to go lower end for this round. I took the Cincinnati Bengals. Not so much because I have faith in their defense overall, but more so that I have a lack of faith in Tennessee scoring a lot of points. Tennessee's not built to score a lot of points. They're built to play close games play decent defense, and run the ball, control the clock. So Cincinnati, probably going to give up a good amount of yards, but I, I think their opportunity to keep Tennessee within that 17 to 24 range is pretty pretty good. I, I think they have a pretty good probability of doing so. So that's my lineup, guys. Tom Brady, Derrick Henry, A.J. Dillon, Devontae Adams, Juwan Jennings, A.J. Brown, Dawson Knox, MVS, Marquez, Velda Scantling, and the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, that would leave me with $400 left in salary on FanDuel. And I do know that a couple of the other members of our crew here have made their own DFS lineup, so I'm going to throw it around here and, and hear just what you guys are looking at. I believe you only did the Saturday games, correct, Brandon Lee? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I technically have two 
but I'll give you the one that I like the most. Um, so I went with one, yeah, Saturday only, $60,000 start budget. Um, I'm just going to run through the positions real quick here and tell you what their prices were. Um, I went with Joe Burrow, 7700 I thought that made sense. He's a lower-end quarterback, not the uh, you know one of the two elite there. Um, well, I guess he is the second elite now that I think about it. Uh, but then I went with Joe Mixon, seventy eight hundred. He was my big spender, other than well, I, second highest spender. How's that? Uh, Elijah Mitchell at the second running back spot at seventy three hundred. AJ Brown, seventy six. Jamar Chase was my high end guy. He's eighty two hundred. Um, I went with Alan Lazard at uh, forty seven hundred. I've kind of went with him as the same reasoning with um, Velda Scantling that you took. It's just for me, I was able to afford Lazard. I, I was looking at Valdez. I just couldn't get him. Um, George Kittle in the tight end. Brandon Ayuk at flex. And the only reason I wasn't able to afford Valdez Scanling was because I wanted Ayuk as that flex guy. Um, and then I ended up going 49ers at 3,700. <clears throat> so, I don't know. I've, I really went heavy with wide receiver, I feel like. And, uh, you know, Big name running back, consistent quarterback, and then Elijah Mitchell, I feel like, uh, could probably have a pretty good day. So, yeah, and, and one thing that I noticed that I, I uh, neither of us so far have taken Debo, and we you know Debo's been a, a stud throughout the last half of the season and, and into the playoffs. Um, and I think, but I think he's going to be the main focal point of the Green Bay defense, and I think that's safe to to lead him off at his price point. It's it's pretty high, so. The only other, the only one that I question on your on your lineup is Joe Mixon, just because of Tennessee's very stout front seven. But I understand being uh, only two games on Saturday, you're, you're limited limited with your choices. So, yeah, I mean, my other uh, option there was Aaron Jones. I just I, I didn't I, I haven't felt real good about him either. See, I would I would look at AJ Dillon there. Uh, that, but that's that, again, that's, that's just my thing. Yeah. Okay. So let's send it over to Hollywood. I believe you took the Saturday games as well, yeah? Yeah, that's, uh, no. No, I think I went Sunday games. I don't know. Oh, well, when, when did the Rams, when, when the Rams and Bills playing? That's Sunday, right? Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, so, so there you go. I, uh, switched on you. So I think, I think Brandon and I kind of have the same sort of philosophy, at least it's what it sounds like. So in daily fantasy, I, I put a little bit more value in the wide receiver than I do in the running back. The running backs are so expensive, but the the points you get from them, unless you really hit on someone that has a hot week, I mean, which I guess that's daily fantasy, right? But So I, I'd rather spend the money in, in wide receivers. So I went with uh, Matt Stafford. Uh, running back, I went uh, Deontay Foreman. I thought you were saying it wide receiver, Matt Stafford. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think he's going to run some uh, Wildcat there uh, this weekend just to really throw him off. Uh, no, he's my uh, quarterback. Uh, my two running backs, Deontay Foreman and uh, Cam Akers. Again, trying to save some money because with wide receiver, I went Cooper Cup, uh, Odell Beckham. Uh, I don't know that he's going to have a huge day, but again, I'm just looking for someone to have kind of that breakout game snack a couple uh maybe two touchdowns and, and a huge chunk of yardage um and then uh, emmanuel sanders 
tight end uh, Dawson Knox again. I think same thing you did goatee. Just save a little money, but I think he's been solid. Um, the flex got to go with Chase. Dude's a stud. And then uh, the DST. I, I wrote their price down, and I know I didn't give you guys prices because it's going to vary depending on the the betting site you use. This this was DraftKings, and this all fit within the budget. So. Honestly, defense, go with what you have left over, right? But Cincy is the the defense that I went with. Um, but honestly, just go with whoever you have uh, money for at the end. Yeah, the, look, looking at that lineup, um, I, th- I think that's a solid lineup. Uh, I, I actually I wanted I wanted to try to get Jamar Chase in my lineup. It didn't work out with with the other guys that I wanted. To, he he kind of lost out to uh, Devontae Adams. I, I think is going to have a, a pretty good game against the Niners. And I really wanted Derrick Henry because you just know that the Titans are going to feature him. Um, so that that was kind of why I steered away from from uh, Jamar Chase and Cam Akers was another one that I was looking at. Um, but no, I think I think that's a pretty solid lineup. I think uh, I think you you'll have some pretty good success with that one. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I mean, with DFS, I'm, I, most of the time it's it's a half point at least half point PPR, right? For for the I mean, for the most part. Yeah. So, I mean, that those were my two reasonings for going with Mixon and, and Mitchell. I feel like they're going to be used out of the backfield unless they drop Debo in the back, I guess. But, um, yeah, I, I was willing to spend a little bit more money for the guys who get the catches. Even if they don't get the yards and the touchdowns, they're, they're racking up catches. That's racking up points. Yeah, absolutely. There's there's a lot of different strategies you can go with. Um my, my philosophy, just like in, and I said this last week, my philosophy, just like last week with the DFS and, uh, and regular fantasy or, or redraft leagues is I like to take the quarterback late. Um, I, I think you can find value down the board and, and save some money there. I like to focus on the skill positions. I heard you guys like to focus on the receiver. Um, I like to focus on the running back during the regular season because I like to grab the running backs that soak up a lot of carries or soak up a lot of catches um, like Austin Eckler and, and guys like that, that, you know, have a chance to have anywhere from five to 10 grabs in the game to go along with whatever they did on the ground. So I like to spend a little extra money there. Not so much this week. There's nobody really that caught my eye to that extent. AJ Dillon, maybe a little bit, but um yeah, no, it's it's cool to see uh, the different strategies, and uh, we hope, hope our viewers, listeners, hopefully uh, gave you some insight to maybe win some money this weekend. There you got There you have it. What do you think, Chris? I think we got another break coming up, coming up here. Um, and then... You're going to scratch that itch, or itch to scratch. What do you say? How do you like to say that? We're gonna bet. <laughs> We're gonna scratch the, the. I don't know Hollywood. I feel like it's the one that needs to say that. We're totally betting. We're gonna bet. We're gonna get to our betting segment uh, seg- segment segment with Brandon Lee right after this. And hey, welcome back, TFP Nation. Well, this is it, the final segment of our Week 20 episode. Brandon Lee is our man. 
our betting man. And Brandon, what are you at now? Last week you were at, for the season, you were at, what, 78%. Is that correct? Um, I was actually at 79, thanks. 79, sorry, sorry. 79% <laughs> for the season. How did you do so last week? I, uh, I I didn't calculate what I am on the on the year, but I did go eighty three percent last week. We went five for six, so that will bump it up a little bit. I didn't, like I said, I didn't calculate it. I'm I'm going to take regular season and postseason and make that a little bit different. So we're going to start the postseason off at eighty three percent. Five of six, so you said. Five of six. Yep. Wow. All right. Well, that's, what do you got? Math. Yep. What do you got for us, baby? Um, so like I said earlier, uh, last week, I'm, I'm going to take every single game of the playoffs and I'm going to make a bet on those. Um, whether I like them or not, I'm going to try to find something that works for you. But this week, there's only one game that I don't really feel confident in. So only four games. So even if that one doesn't hit, I feel like we're going 75%. That's not bad, right? So here we go. I got first game, Saturday night, Bengals plus three and a half. And I'm going to be completely honest with you. I am rooting for the Bengals throughout the playoffs. Um, but they've been a pretty hot team recently. So I think, you know, I think they're going to put up a fight. And, and the only thing that really makes me nervous about this game is that pending decision whether or not Derrick Henry is going to play. Right, we see him practicing, but I actually haven't made or I haven't seen a decision made um, whether or not he's going to be playing this week. I assume he's going to, and in that case, I'm going with the Bengals on on our uh, picks there. But I don't fully actually feel confident in that. I will take the spread because I think it's going to be close. They're going to be competitive, and I'm I'm really hoping for some some. Uh, Burrow magic here. Uh, so second one, I am going to go with the 49ers plus six and a half. Um, personally, I think Green Bay wins this game, but not by that much, if that makes sense. Like, I don't I don't see them winning by a touchdown. I, uh, I, I think the 49ers are good enough to cover realistically the 49ers are good enough to actually take this game. Um, but like I said, I think green Bay takes it. What? no, what was the, what did you say before that? Um, I said green Bay wins, but not, not by that much. Um, and then before that I talked about the Bengals. Um, (laughs) but no, this is going to be, this is going to be a good, Good game, I think. Uh, I do see this being the the end of the road for this, the 49ers. And I'll be pretty happy, I think. I'll be pretty happy because I'm going to win some money and I'm going to be able to watch Shanahan and Jimmy Garoppolo try. And it's just so satisfying. Possibly Goatee crying as well. He doesn't cry. He just... He just gets really angry and sends me tweets. <laughs> Texts and tweets. Oh, yes. Texts as well. 
thirdly, GIFs and everything else. So, all right. So, this is a game I went back and forth on all day long. So, I'm 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 in quarantine this week, everybody. So, I had nothing all day to do but think about where I was going with bets. And this game really rattled me all day long. This is the one I'm not 100% confident on. Um, but I, I'm going to take Tampa Bay at minus three. And my reasoning has nothing to do with the play on the field, has nothing to do with the two teams themselves. But my reason being that I fully think the most amount of TV ratings and viewership that you're going to see are the two quarterbacks who are competing against each other for MVP, being Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. So I am taking Tampa Bay to win this game, minus three being just the extra bit of payout that you might get. Um, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna see the two potential MVPs go against each other, and just to put on top of that, I don't really think the Rams are a consistent enough offense for me to feel completely confident in them to win. Now, do you think because so, <clears throat> you mentioned you know TV ratings would would go up through the roof for those? Do you think that the possibility of Tom Brady playing against his former um, mentee Jimmy Garoppolo would be good TV ratings? I do think that'd be good TV ratings. I don't think it happens though because I think what going off of what the the uh, most amount of talk has been is who's going to be MVP. And the biggest debate has been whether Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers deserves it or Tom Brady deserves it. And so what better way to define that answer than to have them both compete? Yeah, but I want the Niners to beat Aaron Rodgers, who grew up a 49ers fan. And I want them to go to the next step and beat Tom Brady, who grew up a 49ers fan. <laughs> so please. Can I have that? Yeah. No, I'm going to be honest. My fiance is a Packers fan, and I'm a Seahawks fan, so I and know then, the Niners. And then we go to the Super Bowl, and we beat the Bengals, who the Niners have a very good history of beating in the Super Bowl. Yeah, no, your your whole logic is completely wrong. Um. So, yeah, that, that I mean, that's what I got with, with, with that game. I think, I think that one right there is only a – that game specifically is a TV rating storyline kind of type of – style is what I'm going to. And if you're going to have me pick that outright, if they were just play out on the back road, no TVs, no anything going on, yeah, no, staying away from that. Um, lastly, uh, I'm going to take Buffalo at plus one and a half. And this one, this one was also tough for me. But, I mean, as well, you may not have heard me say it during the podcast, but off air, if you watch the YouTube I've been saying this, this whole time. Buffalo and Kansas City, they're basically the exact same team. So it can go either way. And I really don't honestly know what's going to happen with this game. But the fact that Buffalo is being given points to start this game, you know, even though it's only one and a half, uh, I, I, I feel like that's the odds you got to take. You know, I, I, I don't. I think this is going to be a really close game. And in general, I think all four of these games are going to be really, really good. I think this is going to be a better week than the wild card. But I, I think Buffalo takes this 
at, or I'm sorry, I think Kansas City takes the win, but I think Buffalo covers the spread at plus one and a half. So that's what I'm going to go with. Um, those are those are the bets for the the week. I don't know if you guys have any questions, but that's all I got for you. Well, yeah. Tell my man, that. my man knows how to make money. I'll tell you that much. Uh, boys, well done. That is the end of week 20 edition of the Fantasizers podcast. That, that fun. That fun. I hope you had fun. I hope you listeners had fun. Party Pete. Go ahead, Brandon Lee. You got something? Yeah. No, I do have one thing to say. Okay. Um, I did mention my fiance earlier, correct? And so I am publicly asking Derek Jeter to officiate our wedding in 2023. Just throwing that out there. I like it. Let's make it happen. Love it. Let's Wait, make it happen. As long as he brings. Nope. Anna. Nope. Nope. Just nope. him in. His Just... family is very much welcome, but oh. I am publicly asking Derek Jeter to officiate our wedding. Love that. Love it. Oh, wait. There he is. There he is. There he is. All right. It's out there. We're, uh, you know, have, you know, write letters, tweet at him, uh, and, and hopefully he can he can hear this show, and, and we'll get that done for you. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a, a privilege. It's been an honor. We will see you next week for another episode of the Fantasizers podcast. That'll do it, and we'll see you later. Adios.